0: everybody, it's Nick Sorrentino, and this is the Business Socializer Podcast for the week of September 19th, 2022. Uh, This week we're going to talk about social media and the metaverse coming together. Uh, They are increasingly coming together. Uh, We're going to talk about TikTok as a search engine. We're going to talk about political risk associated with TikTok, uh, which is significant. Uh, We're going to talk about AlgoSpeak. We're going to talk about some of the social media censorship laws that are coming out of the States now that, that could potentially impact your business. Um, we're going to talk about celebrity chefs and TikTok. We're going to talk about uh, some other TikTok stuff, including including the NyQuil Chicken, uh, chicken TikTok challenge, which uh, may or may not actually be a real challenge, um, but it's certainly getting a lot of press uh and uh, you yeah, know we're going to talk about um you know politicians uh focusing on your interests uh so that they can get you to vote for them first let's talk about social media and the metaverse so um everyone's familiar with social media obviously like if you subscribe to this letter like you probably spend a significant amount of time in it, marketing in it, and so on. Um, what may not be the case, however, is you may not spend much time in the metaverse. Um, I'm here to tell you that young people, uh, and by young people, I'd say uh, under 35 particularly. I'm 46, so I mean, I could say that, I guess. Young people um, are spending more and more time in different metaverses. And uh, Roblox is one. And I'm gonna tell you about uh one that I spend some time in i it's it's pretty cool it's a super fun game and it's one that um you know I could play with my uh son and one of my daughters and we enjoy talking about it great strategy lots of fun uh anyway roblox is is one um metaverse they're sandboxes and there there are a bunch of them now they're all kind of fighting it out to see who will um emerge um as you know, as important. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, but the 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 quote metaverse that I kind of poke around in is this game called Fortnite. You probably heard of it. Um, you know, if if you don't have kids, you may not have heard of it. But essentially, what it is is it's I mean, it's just a fascinating, incredible game. So it's online. Uh, just imagine there's a an island. Okay, it's very cartoonish. All right, and there's an island with with different types of terrain, uh, mountains and jungle and all sorts of stuff. Okay, and then a hundred people online all meet up and then they go they hop on this thing called the party bus and then they jump out of the party bus which floats over the island. I know that sounds nuts, and then um, essentially they land uh, and you find it out until the last person. Um, of the 100 survives, uh, and during that time, you have to pick up different types of weapons and different all you know, achieve certain goals and all stuff. It is really amazing, and what's really particularly cool about it is you got 100 people moving around on this virtual world independently. Um, you know, it's all in real time, and you know these people could be in you know, who knows, Nepal or whatever, you know. And you're playing against them, uh, and it, it is a fascinating game. Uh, and, and, it, and it's not just a game; it really is a metaverse uh, because there are sections of it where they've had concerts in it. So imagine, like, you have your your little character in Fortnite, okay, which you can endlessly modify. You can go see somebody in concert, and you go there, and there'll be hundreds of other other people in their avatar form. Watching this virtual concert, you know, in quote person, end quote. It is really interesting, and uh, it is it, it is where things are headed um, more and more. Um, you know, all the tension is is has been on uh, Zuckerberg and Meta and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I think what we're going to see is these metaverses kind of rise up and. Uh, maybe in the next couple of years, we'll start to see some of these these guys get linked together. We'll we'll see how it goes. Um, but if you really want to uh, to kind of get a good sense of where the metaverse is at this point, I suggest that you go into the letter, uh, and watch the video that uh, that I attached, uh, and it it talks about Fortnite. Uh, I, you know whether or not you play. It, I mean, if if you're not familiar with it, you should check it out. It's really really interesting. And millions and millions of people play it, uh, they have tournaments where the person who wins the tournament wins, I, in 2019, I think the, the, ki- the kid, the and he was like 16 or 17, surprised, um, won $3 million. Uh, it is a big deal. Um, there are teams on at different colleges uh, for Fortnite and other games like this. Um, they called esports. Uh, so this is, this is where things are headed, and from a marketing perspective, it, it, you know, like I said, there are concerts in it, but you know, these big companies also do deals with Fortnite where they sponsor characters and parts of the virtual world. It is very, very interesting, um, and as this kind of filters down into more and more of everyday life for everybody, there are going to be opportunities for smaller businesses also. Uh, how those opportunities are going to emerge, I'm not entirely sure at this point. I'm not sure at all, in fact. Um, but they will come. Uh, and so we're paying attention to that. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, those kids that are playing Fortnite, they're also on uh, TikTok. TikTok, you know, when we started this this letter over a year ago, we, you know, TikTok, as, uh, you know, said, hey, you know, pay attention to TikTok. Well, now everybody is paying attention to TikTok. Uh, because it is an excellent tool. Uh, there are businesses that owe their existence to TikTok at this point. Uh, there are people who are just getting incredible exposure organically. Uh, that is without having to pay for it. They just put good videos and people like them. Um, and Increasingly, TikTok is being used as a search engine, which I encourage uh, all of our uh, you know, readers, subscribers, listeners to do. You should try it out. If you want to learn about anything, just type in whatever that thing is. And uh, there's probably a short, tu- I mean, by short, I mean probably less than a minute, uh, tutorial that'll get you started on anything. Um, you know, it, it really, uh, the example I gave, I came out of nowhere was biplanes. like, just type in biplanes. And there's somebody somewhere, I'm sure, that will explain to you why biplanes, you know, existed, why they don't exist anymore, what the value of them are and so on. And they'll probably do it for you in less than 60 seconds. No kidding. Uh, you know, I say it's, it's often a great place to find out 80% of the subject matter you need to know before you get started on something. Um, so you want to build a deck, start on TikTok. I'm telling you, it saves a lot of time. Anyway. Um, but TikTok has some issues. Uh, we speak, we spoke about them in the in the letter also, and the, and we we've made this point multiple times before. And now it looks like the lawmakers are paying more attention to it. TikTok is a Chinese company, um, and no large Chinese company uh, exists without ties to the Chinese Communist Party. That's just the way it is, um, at least in theory. Okay, so m- maybe TikTok doesn't, but that's given the size of TikTok, that's very very unlikely. And consider the amount of information that TikTok gleans, the meta information, um, you know, it, it is, it potentially could be, I mean, it is an amazing uh, treasure, treasure trove of, of data. Uh, and if this is going back to the Chinese Communist Party in any way, uh, now we don't think that the Chinese Communist Party, God, we certainly hope not, is it just, you know, combing through TikTok all the time. But... Um, there are two areas of concern for us because, you know, in theory, if TikTok could be accessed by, by, you know, people who mean us harm, um, you know, they can see like, for instance, what our military is, you know, what videos they're watching, why they're watching, how long they're watching, where they're trending and what part of the country and so on. That's, that's potentially, um, an issue. Um, from our perspective as business people, Uh, And let me preface this by saying, well, from, from, from our perspective as business people, um, TikTok is effective. It is a tool I use all the time. Okay. This is a tool people use, you know, literally billions of people use at this point. Uh, And it has done amazing things for some businesses. For most people, um, the fact that TikTok is a Chinese company. Uh, is probably not an issue, as we've said before. If you sell, if you're in the business selling, uh, you know, weapon systems or something, probably TikTok is not where you want to be. But if you're selling, you know, cupcakes or something, that's completely different. Um, anyway, but there is a, a significant exposure. That it, let's say that you uh, spend a lot of time developing your TikTok account and it's working well for you. And let's say that tomorrow, God forbid, China decides to go into Taiwan, which is entirely possible um, uh, right now. Uh, yeah, in another life, I studied international politics, political science. Uh, and I can tell you right now, things are hot uh, over <laughs> Taiwan way right now. And if China, China was to go in there, um, I think it, there's a reasonably good chance that TikTok would pretty much... Evaporate overnight in the states uh, in India. There is no TikTok because the government banned it um, uh, China and India are rivals um, They banned it because they feared the the intelligence that the Chinese could gain from it um, if, if things got hot over in uh, You know China Taiwan that area uh, that part of the Pacific um, part of Pacific Asia uh, there's probably a probably good chance that TikTok and all your hard work and all that could go away. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Um, we're not saying it's going to happen. Uh, we're not going to say it's ha- going to happen tomorrow, but it could happen. Uh, and it is something to always think about uh, when you're investing your time in TikTok. Now, saying this, uh, as we say in the letter, uh, the fact that TikTok has given it is now, you know, really putting the heat on meta and you know instagram facebook is a good thing uh it's making social media better it's better for us as business people because there's competition um but keep in mind um where the servers are housed for tiktok um you know that that could be a problem if things got ugly politically one day now uh in china they have a lot of uh repressive censorship and uh, frankly we have a fair amount of it here too uh Sadly, uh, but anyway, uh, one of the ways that people try to get around the censorship is using what's called algo speak, and we uh, we talk a little bit about this in the letter. What is algo speak? Algo speak is, you know, have, have you ever seen somebody, like, and you know, they might talk about something that is slightly, you know, off, you know, not, it, it, like, I mean, you can't talk about certain topics on Facebook, okay, um, but somebody might. Uh, use you know a different you know a mixture of lowercase and caps or lowercase caps and numbers to convey um, a word uh, that you understand immediately when you see it, and that's Algospy, and that combination of you know uppercase lowercase numbers so on, uh, essentially it, it 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 goes around. Uh, The algo police that are always looking for certain words, um, certain keywords, um, if people use them. And, uh, you know, there there are certain things you cannot say on certain platforms uh, and they'll take you out for it. Uh, But algo speak is a way and, you know, in some cases. Nasty stuff or people are calling people names. On the other hand, um, people use algo speech to get around. Uh, you know really repressive governments and just stupid stuff um, so anyway but algo speak is increasingly uh, important online and something that you should uh, you know you should be aware of um, also uh you know kind of in the same same spirit uh, this week we talked about the 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 social media censorship law uh, in Texas uh it's very interesting it had been held up. Um, And basically what it seeks to do is protect people who express their political viewpoint online, Uh, because, you know, some people have expressed their political viewpoint on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and they've gotten canceled. Um, And often these are perfectly legitimate positions. It's just that somebody at Facebook or Twitter or whatever does not care for their politics. Um, this is obviously a problem and this is why, uh, Texas law has, uh, come into existence. Um, something also of concern is that there are increasingly, we are getting reports, uh, there was a fellow that got kicked off of TikTok and then was reinstated, the only person, um, for whom this is true, um, apparently the White House, um, specifically said that they didn't like what this guy was saying about COVID or whatever, and they wanted him removed and they leaned on Twitter to get rid of him. Uh, supposedly, allegedly. Um, but apparently this is been found out now that is a problem because in the United States, we have a first amendment. The government is not supposed to censor speech. And if government is going through these private entities and pressuring the private entities to limit speech, um, that is an area of concern for everyone, um, and uh, this is starting to get more attention, actually, from both sides of the aisle, for once, which is encouraging in some ways. Um, actually, in a lot of ways. Um, but uh, anyway, that's that's, yeah, that, that's something to watch for. Um, it, it, actually, it's, it, Texas, Florida, and even California. Are addressing this issue at a state level and uh, this is because the feds essentially haven't addressed it uh, and, and a lot of people don't want to address it because truth is uh, you know if the <laughs> some folks uh, are perfectly happy to have people censored uh, that's a darn shame uh, we at socializer are for free speech uh, always have been and God willing we always will be um, anyway I want to talk about private chefs. Um, now, I love food. I love to cook food. Uh, I enjoy really excellent food. I'm interested in new cooking techniques. I cook at the house. Uh, we've got, I've got three kids, uh, a wife, two dogs, um, and I do 95% of the cooking. Uh, and I I enjoy it. Uh, and sometimes I'll go on to TikTok and I'll see what some of these folks are doing. Uh, these these private chefs uh, are not just private chefs, but a lot of private chefs. What they're doing with food and uh, what is good and uh, it's just a deep deep uh, sea of of knowledge uh, on TikTok from these chefs. Uh, and in, in the in the in the the Nuggets letter, which by the way, the Nuggets letter is is a more casual um, version of the socializer. Uh, it's just me kind of whatever I'm thinking about on, on, you know, towards the end of the week. Um, it's less crafted. I hope you enjoy it. Um, but it's, it's supposed to be more casual. Uh, anyway, um, you know, and, and really the, the trend of the celebrity chefs, if you think about it, like the very first one was Julia child, at least that's, you know, who I remember. Uh, but then it was Anthony Bourdain and Gordon Ramsay, uh, really who kind of took food to another level in terms of celebrity-ness or whatever, celebrity dumb or celebrity-ship or whatever. Um, anyway, and then, the, you know, these, these kids coming up through TikTok, these chefs, uh, are kind of taking this to another level. And what's interesting is that on TikTok, um, You know, there aren't just celebrity chefs, um, you know, private chefs or whatever. There are folks that are carpenters, fishermen, fisherwomen, um, you know, conservationists, uh, people who love sports cars, you name it. There are TikTok famous people specific to these niches. And that person, if you are inclined, could be you. Uh, If you have a wealth of knowledge... Um, I mean, why not? Give it a shot. You never know. Uh, some of these po- folks have made a ton of money this way uh, just by the exposure that they've got through TikTok. That's one of the reasons why even though TikTok has these big issues uh, you know, that we've mentioned before. It's still it's an amazing tool and one can still be found organically without having to pay. Um, unlike what it feels like has happened to Instagram and Facebook of late and Twitter for that matter. Um, you know, and uh, (laughs) we're gonna touch base on okay. And here's another, you know, positives and negatives. And here's a negative, another negative for TikTok, the Nyquil chicken uh, TikTok challenge. Now, apparently, um, so this is an interesting story because a lot of people took this story and went with it and said, "Oh my God, these kids are cooking chicken." In in, uh, NyQuil, this is insane. And then NyQuil goes nuts and sends out a corporate thing saying, Do not cook chicken in NyQuil. Like, it could mess you up. Well, yeah. It it appears that this was actually done by like one or two people, and it wasn't really viral. It wasn't like all these people were doing it. It it was like, it was kind of a, a meme that kind of perpetuated itself. So. Um, are there kids all over the country cooking chicken in NyQuil? Probably not, but it did get a lot of attention, which, um, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the weird things about our, you know, social media world. Um, we also include, uh, some great stats from LinkedIn. Uh, if you're selling on LinkedIn, uh, do anything on LinkedIn, check that out. Um, and... You know, lastly, you know, um, so there's a big survey on, uh, on, uh, on influencers. And one of the things that we've told our, our subscribers, uh, pretty much from the outset is influencers are an interesting, um, you know, potential area, uh, you know, it's something that maybe you should consider and particularly micro influencers, you know, people who have, you know, a thousand, 10,000 really, really committed fans, happen to be in your niche that's what you want because often these people will review your product or do something with your product for product alone you don't even have to pay them uh, and the potential exposure is significant so uh, you know find out who the main influencers are in your niche whatever it is that you do if you sell flowers if you sell alligators you sell airplanes whatever real estate Find out who those people are and engage with them. Just send them an email. Say, hey, you know what's up? I like your stuff. Review their stuff and and see if you can't get uh, some work with them. It just makes sense. That's you know potentially the 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 upside far outweighs the downside. So anyway, that's it for this week. Sorry, that was a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, you know, until next time. This is Nick Sorrentino, and this has been. The business socializer.